Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's good, Sylvia family? I am your host today, Eddie, and I'm joined by Steve. Uh, we don't have Chris here today, unfortunately, but uh, I think we'll fill in fine. Um, just to go through today's results in Camp Nou against Barcelona, the result was 1-0 to the home team. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll also speak on uh, the Europa League exit that happened way back when. Um, we haven't recorded in a while, so we'll keep you up to speed on on what happened in Civismo. We might go through that Real Sociedad result as well, maybe very briefly, because nothing happened in that either. And anything else that's been happening with the team, Sevilla B, the women, uh, internationally. Uh, so where should we start uh, in terms of this Barcelona game? Um, so Barcelona won, Sevilla nil. Uh, Barca vaults us uh, into second place. Um, I think we're tied on points. I, I don't. I'm not checking that uh, league table anymore. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I yeah, think we're, we're tied we're on tied, points. We're tied on points with both Barcelona and Atletico. Yeah, and currently. they just have the game in hand. Uh, Atletico. Uh, Barcelona has the game in hand against Rayo, I believe. So. Oh, that's right. They do have a game in hand. That's right. So second spot is pretty much in their hands. Um, and I think we're just looking to, as the Montreux men account said, it's uh, we're we're fighting for Europa League spots from from second place. Um, but <laughs> no, that's no longer the case. So uh, is is fourth place in danger? I guess that's the question there. I don't know. I've been saying it for a couple of weeks, couple, not a couple of months, a couple of recordings, <laughs> which mm. normally is a couple of weeks. But uh, we've taken some time off. Um, and and you and Chris tend to give me a hard time for it, but uh, I've I've pretty serious fears that uh, Betis is going to. I mean, they're already hot on our tails. They're only four points back. If you look at the standings right now, we are in third or fourth, depending on how you interpret the the uh, tiebreakers with Atletico. Um, but we're only four points ahead of of uh, Betis right now, and they, by all accounts, are performing a lot better than we are. They're they're getting better results. They're scoring more goals. Um, I'm a little envious of how they're playing later in this uh, late in this season, and um, I do. I have some pretty serious concerns that that we will fall out of the top four. I think those are valid concerns, um, just judging by our play, especially at the the turn of the, the calendar year. But I I feel like it's it, we don't have to worry about those teams. I feel like they're going to drop points as well. But at the same time. Um, we shouldn't really focus on them, right? Because the, the main issue is with how we're playing and we haven't been scoring lately and getting a lot of draws in, in the league. So in, in today's match, coming into this match today, we're seeing how, seeing how Barcelona has been playing lately and they beat Real Madrid in the Classical 4-0 at the Bernabeu. So we're thinking, are we going to get that Barcelona today? Um, just coming off the uh, the international break, um, it was perhaps going to be hard to tell which version of Barcelona going to get, which version of Sevilla we were going to get. So it ended up just being the one nil result. Um, it could have been a lot more than that. Could have. I mean, Bono was phenomenal between the sticks. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, phenomenal yeah. between the sticks today, and um, 
towards the end of the game, there was a, there was a stat that went up and like what Pish Dagan had two saves and Bono had seven or eight at that point. And it was like, he, he was a mastermind out there and he saved us um, all the way up until the 72nd minute. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tough when you're playing a team that's, that has the skill and is informed like Barcelona is. It's true. That's true. Although we have seen our, our team in the past, when it comes to playing the big teams, we have performed well, especially against the big three. Uh, away at the Bernabeu, we played, I think most would say we were the better team in that in that game. It's just Real Madrid uh, took better care of their chances. We beat Atletico at home. Uh, we drew against Barcelona at home. And then there was the Kunde red card for uh, a deserved ball to the face to Alba. Um, I still can't get over that. That's... Um, yeah, we would love to see how that match would have ended, right? Uh, 11 yeah. v 11. Yep. Um, so in this match, you, perhaps it wasn't surprising that it was still a tight affair, uh, judging by how we defend. And we had Diego Carlos back in the lineup. Uh, he for, played really well today, too. Yes. And you could tell we're a different team. Uh, well, how how much different, right? Um, as opposed to Goodell, who did a, a great job uh, covering Diego, uh, Diego Carlos while he was out injured. Diego Carlos just, I mean, that's his position, right? Um, playing us out from the back. He's hes very at ease back there and, and commanding that area. So that partnership with Kunde is always formidable, as you can see, the, the, the defensive record, sorry. Um, but we were in the game for, for the most part, perhaps not doing enough. I guess it was it's a common theme from uh, a lot of our games this season, especially as of late. The game was there for the taking. And you look at that front three from Sevilla. Uh, we started with Lamela, Martial, and Ocampos uh, as the front three. So you're thinking, okay, this has perhaps some threat on the counter. Um, there's uh, how old is he now? A 38 year old Dani Alves out right back. 39, I think. 39 even. And Pique is not getting any younger, right? He's 35, 36. Sure, he still plays well, but you got to test those legs, right? Um, and I don't think we took uh, made the most out of that. No. Um, we had opportunities. We had we had plenty of times where we uh, were breaking on the counterattack, but it was the player with the ball that was breaking on the counterattack. And mm. they looked for they looked for crosses in, and there's there's nobody there. There's nobody running next to him. There's nobody coming through. Um, and the few opportunities that we did have that there were multiple people coming through, um, someone makes a boneheaded decision and we, we lose great opportunities that way. Um, you contrast that with Barcelona, every time they had kind of any kind of attack in our box, there were what, five or six people there. (laughs) Um, and it like, it's, it's frustrating. And it, I think it just comes down to the way you're coached. Um, and it's like, the culture of that. Um, that's just what the team does is like, it gets back for, uh, gets back on defense and it, it does the counter really well. And you don't see that so much with our team over the last couple of years. And yeah, not taking advantage of the opportunities that were afforded to you. Can you recall what our best chance was uh, even was, um, out of the many possible openings, I guess the final ball was definitely lacking. Um, was our best chance the the possible penalty? 
No, well, I don't know. I don't know if that was maybe that was our best chance. I I, I never like to to think that a penalty is our only chance to score. Um, but it made in the it made in the highlight package. Yeah, but I honestly I think our best chance that we had <clears throat> was coming on um, the counterattack. Um, it would have been I don't I forget what half it was, um, but it was coming up the left side of the field and. Ocampos was right with, was it Rekic? Yeah, I think Rekic got one the ball back. Yeah, and Ocampos just piddles it away. Mm. Um, and then earlier in the game, there was another beautiful chance, or what should have been a beautiful chance. And for whatever reason, Jesus Navas just completely misplaced the the um, the cross into the box, and mm. Ocampos. Like he just could not find Ocampos. Ocampos was right in front of the goal. He was yeah. going up for it. I don't know if that was Navas misplacing it or Ocampos just like mistiming his his uh, opportunity. Hmm. But there was something not synced up there. That should have been a goal as well. And then, um, no, I think now that I'm uh, I'm talking about this and I'm getting like the PTSD of watching this game, um, the best chance we had was was actually. Um, just a really sloppy, really sloppy um, play right inside of the box. I can't remember any, all of the specifics about it, but it ended with Terstegen and just towards the jumping, end. There? Towards the end, yeah, which just like mm. sticks his mitt out, and he just stops. It was just like okay, mm. like that's that's a great goalkeeper. <laughs> like it's like there's a reason why like we we all know his name, mm. um, but I mean he punched it out and he punched it right. Was it who was it? Was it? Augustinson? No, because Augustinson was the one that took the shot that he yeah. eventually saved. I'm not sure if it initially yeah. landed him though, because yeah, but it was just like it was like you. That's it's kind of the opposite of the goal that was scored against us. You can't really do that part any better. It just mm-hmm. came down to like a freak play. <laughs> like a, I'm gesturing wildly, like like <laughs> in here, <laughs> like just like sprawled out on the ground and grabs good it. Save. Like, it was a good I, save. Yeah. Um. And and he had a lot of those, but it's it's uh, yeah. So I mean, I, those are the three the three chances that should have been like the the Navas cross in that was mistimed with the Campos, and then that Augustinson shot that that was just saved, and it was only a, like a great save because he was moving in the opposite direction and just like stretched out backwards to grab it. Um, there wasn't any like power on it, or and it wasn't like a crazy. Um, crazily placed goal. Um, but then the one that disappointed me the most though was that first one that El Campos um just missed an opportunity on and just kind of just kicked it out for a goal kick. And I don't know what would have come of that, but there was a lot of just apprehension and like possibilities and that it was just wasted. It was and at that point that was early out of the game. You never know what's going to happen after that. Uh, just going through uh, some of the comments on the boards. Um, there we go, folks. Uh, we back and forth. What a surprise. This is Mark uh, out of Sunderland in the UK. Uh, Martial and Ocampos, huge disappointments tonight. We defended great, though, and Kunde and Carlos were great, just not good enough in final third as usual. Um, uh, there's a theme there um, that I'll, I'll quickly... Uh, I'll bring up here, uh, Marcia was a complete waste of a signing. 
uh, a real flop, a huge disappointment, a total scam. Um, I've got I've got a bone to pick with that. Is is that fair? Um, it's April. It's April the third. Uh, Marcial came in at the end of January. He has played a, a fair amount of games. He's been injured. Perhaps he's not a hundred percent. Similarly to previous January signings and and Suso and yeah. and and the city, they weren't that great in those first six months. Some flashes no. of, of brilliance here and there, but not completely great. But um, I understand. I understand when people are upset about it because he is alone. There is no long term. Like come May or whatever the end of the, like, I think it's through June technically, but through the end of the season, then he's back. He's back in Manchester. Um, there's no, I don't want to say, there's not even an obligation to buy. There's no opportunity to buy. Like there's, there's nothing in the, in the loan agreement that, that gives us the opportunity to buy the, buy him. Um, and so we, what we have left is a month and a half and he has not played up to the hype that we had, mm-hmm. but should we have had that hype in the first place? If you look back on his track record through the first half of the season in Manchester, mm-hmm. like Manchester was Manchester United was ready to get rid of him for a reason. Um, we took it on. We were hoping that we could get something out of him. And I would argue that even though he hasn't lived up to the massive hype that we want to, that we had and like all of the expectations that we wanted to see, um, he hasn't been any worse than any other of the players like he's not taking time away from somebody who's performing better. Um, and a lot of, a lot of times he's stepped in and he's actually filled in quite nicely for players that have been hurt or players that have been sidelined for other reasons. Um, so I, I think that expecting him to come in and be a world beater for the four months that he's here or five months that he's here was just kind of untenable to start with. Um, and like, if we go this summer and we decide, oh, we're going to spend a boatload of cash to try and purchase him outright and, and whatnot, then maybe there's a bone to pick um, if he doesn't develop into something that's better. But if you look at it as like, yeah, he's expensive, but if you look at it as he is coming in and he was coming in to, well, I'll, I'll ask you, Eddie. Do you see him signing as something that we were trying to do to put us over the hump or trying to shore up a spot on the field that we're just devastated with injuries? How do you look at his signing? Um, I was very optimistic with that signing because I did not expect a player of that caliber to sign for Sevilla. Yeah. And I seen him as a missing piece in our attack. Uh, someone that was needed, uh, the one v one, the the pace, a different option uh, at the uh, at a set of forward position as well. Um, he also gives you that because it's not really working with Anisity currently, and Rafa Mir, it's not um, it's not completely there. Even though he's our highest goal scorer, it's still not enough. Um, he's still adjusting, I guess. So he gives you something different, and for me, that's the caliber of player you would expect to be playing playing well at, at this level because for me he's the he should be the best attacker on this team 
he should yeah. be the best player on this team if he if he's coming in like that with that reputation that he has. Sure, uh this the first half of his season wasn't that great riddle with injuries and a lot of a lot going on at United, right? Um, but a player like that, you're playing at the Camp Nou away to Barcelona. These are the type of games where you're expected to to show up or to do something. He didn't look like he didn't look like a player willing to to make a difference. He looked like a pedestrian out there. Yeah, it was. It, it looked. Just, it looked like that. That's not just this game either. You can you can right. say that about a lot of the games that he's played for us over the last uh, month and a half, two months. Perhaps his only out. I, I could probably give him. Maybe he's not a hundred percent. I don't think he yeah. doesn't look like he is. But at the same time, it, even if he was, it didn't look like he was putting in that much effort. I mean, yeah. at least. And I said he's not scoring, but at least he's contributing defensively. I guess that's yeah. what we get out of Ocampos, but Ocampos' final ball is atrocious. So yeah. both of them, both of them out there tonight, it was it was pathetic. Um yeah. sure Lamella was given given the ball away a few times. Um, but I think that was I guess it's yeah, he was our best attacker out of the three. Uh I have far. I have a much I don't know. I look at Lamella a lot differently than I look at Ocampos or Martial. Um, I give him a lot longer leash <laughs> just simply because this is his second game back from injury, right? Like he came in yeah. a little bit. Well, a second game back in league. I think he started against West Ham, right? No, he came in with against West Ham and then started against Real Sociedad. Some, uh, whatever that order of games was, but this is only his second game back mm-hmm. since November in league. Um, but and it definitely feels like he's working back into um, the form. Like he's he's nowhere near where he was at the beginning of the season when he just kind of took the league by storm over the first what four or five weeks. Yeah. But he also doesn't seem like he's that much behind the other players that we have on that front line. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I thought about this a little bit throughout the day. I don't know if that is more of an indictment against our current front line or if it's just he has worked his ass off to to get back and like maintain form and like like he's just putting time in to be able to um, pick up as close to where he left off as possible. And maybe it's a little bit of both. But yeah, it's uh, it's good to see him back. And it definitely feels like we are moving in the right direction with him. In terms of these, uh, the player performances, um, yeah, the, the showing from Ocampos today, it's, it's, he's been playing like this for the last few weeks. So it's, it's very disappointing to see because he's done many good, he's done a lot of good things for us, especially that first season. Um, worked his way back at the end of last season. Um, well, last season, not too much, but, uh, this season you saw him gain back that form a little bit. So you didn't think he was going to start playing like this again. Yeah. Um, so you, you see him, you see a performance like this from him and it's, it's like, he doesn't perform well on the left, but you don't, you don't perform this badly. Not no. against, not against 39, not against a 45 year old Danny Alves. <laughs> Wasn't even the greatest defender in the first place. Yeah. So that's, that's the disappointing part for me. Um, in terms of positives, there were a few positives, uh, I think Jordan had a great game today. He did. He did. I think he saw that uh, there there was a battle to be won there in midfield, and 
he was really he was really well in terms of winning the ball back moving forward as well uh we know he shows ambition uh, at times more than others in terms of his, the passes he picks yeah. um it's just overall with the whole team it just wasn't working it's there were moments where like i said earlier on the the game was there for the taking yep there were moments where we were in, we were in control that is usually the template against barcelona they will have possession at, at the beginning of the game they don't capitalize on that and then we gain back control and try to make something happen but um in this game and as in previous games we just never took that opportunity for sure um so my it leaves us in, in in fourth place uh sorry so you're gonna add something there. i was gonna say my biggest bright spot for this game like looking at the, like honestly i look at this game we lost one nothing Mm-hmm. I feel better about this one nothing loss than I do pretty much any league tie that we've had since we beat Betis on like the last weekend of February. Like coming out of this game, I feel a lot better, even though we lost, we gave up position on the table than I do with our 0-0 draw to Real Sociedad or uh, like our 1-1 draw against Ralvac kind of like I, it feels it feels different, even though the result itself is actually worse. Um, and a big part of that is because Kunde and Diego Carlos were back side by side for the first time in a long time. Yeah. They played really well. They did, they did not miss a step. Um, and then if you look back over the last month or two, Barcelona is in probably one of the two or three teams in the league that within the best form in that time, mm-hmm. they're coming on strong, um, especially the attacking half. And our defense did not miss a step against they shut them. It down. They shut it down without Fernando. Like, without Fernando. They, they did yeah. not have him there. This is going, this is, this will be probably the biggest test that we have for the end of the year in terms of attack. I'm sure we have to play at Real Madrid. We have to play at Letico. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. you, this team against Barcelona is like in the, in the, current form like the hardest team offensively that we're going to have to go up against mm-hmm. and we shut them down um it was a a world-class goal yeah. that that put us behind um and and you could you could argue that that was actually pretty well defended in the first place too <laughs> like basically just kind of just went to another level and took the game into his hands like superstars are want to do um so i feel really good about the way our defense performed and I think a lot of the concern about losing Fernando for the rest of the year. Um, if you look at just the scoreline, sure. You're probably still going to be really disappointed, but if you watch the game and you actually think about what happened to the game, maybe you're not feeling so bad about losing such a stalwart member of our defense um, for the last, what, six games that we've got eight games, uh, eight games left. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking at it from uh uh, objectively, you you like seeing young players like that step up and and score big goals like that and, and Pedri, but that guy is scared to shoot, man. Uh, in in previous yeah. games, he does everything well, but he's always been afraid to shoot. Yeah. Um, so for him to score that goal against us, it's like we like we forced him to. It's, yep. We we dared him to do something against us, and i don't want to say we would put it on a plate for them but it kind of made it easy at certain times but um i I was telling you before we started recording like the way i see it like our defense wasn't going to do anything to stop that goal like that goal 
was just one of those goals that it's going in no matter what. Mm. Um, and we did not lose because of that goal. Like Pedri did not beat us. Like, sure. He was the one that put the goal in like that's we lost one, nothing. Um, but we had so many more opportunities that we could have nullified what that goal was. Like, like we had three or four times where we could have put the ball in the net and we didn't. Um, and it could have been a two, one game, um, or even a tie, like a one, one tie. Um, and we didn't. And our lack of cohesion on the other half, on the other side of the field with our, with our front three really was the reason that we did not come back from that or, or why we suffered it in the first place. So, so look at looking ahead at our match um, at home to Granada uh, and Lucien Derby, uh, they beat us in the uh, reverse fixture uh, one nil uh, earlier in the season. Um, I guess that match, uh, as you said, would be a better reflection of where this yeah. team is at. Um, sure, yeah, I think that was I think that was before we started recording too. Yeah, that but, was enough yeah. of my conversation. Um, it would be a better representation of where this team is at. Uh, sure, it's yeah. a derby, but it's it's not the derby. In no, Australia. it's not. Um, but it, it's still uh, it's still a match that they will get up for. Um, it's a Sevilla team that looks fragile to to the general public. I would think. Yeah. Um, so in that game, um, clearly it's the attack. It's always been the attack. That's an issue. I know we miss Papu Gomez, but it can't, it can't all be down to that just because of Papu Gomez. Right. Cause he wasn't always playing like this, even not even at his best position. Right. Um, yeah. so, um, and I don't think we're not a one man team like that where we need, we need Papu Gomez. That was never that was never a headline. Like we need Papu, we miss no. Papu and all that. It would be nice, but we have the players to make a difference. We're just not doing it. I think we, I saw somewhere it's been 279 minutes without a goal. Yeah. That was Chris in our group chat for, yes. for recording this 279 minutes without a goal across all competitions. So the last goal we scored was against. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I think so. You might be right. Maybe right. I don't. I don't care. Forty goal. Forty goals scored. In terms of the top teams in in the standings, we're we're not where we're supposed to be. No. Sure, Real Sociedad in six has only twenty nine, but that's that's a different story. I'm not worried about Real Sociedad. I'm not even worried about Betis that's playing well right now, but. Um, I guess some are, are thinking we're going to lose this this fourth spot. Um, I, I don't see that happening, or, or perhaps I should be I should be pessimistic at a time like this, so I could be happy when we do get fourth fourth spot. Because any expectations I've had this season, um, I've just been disappointed on. Like Champions League, uh, Champions League group got knocked out. Uh, that's a Europa League level group. Um, Europa League around a sixteen, which we'll get into. Um, getting knocked out by West Ham. Um, it's, it's, that's Sevilla's tournament, right? Um, how come Sevilla gets knocked out in the Europa League? Especially um, going into it with a one-goal advantage. Right. So perhaps perhaps I should think we're going to finish fifth and, and Betty's going to overtake us so I could at least be surprised when we get fourth, fourth spot at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, West Ham, what, what happened there, man? Uh, we had the 1-0 lead. Um, heading into the second leg in London at 
The city of London Stadium. Is that what it's called now? I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. They had a better stadium before, but um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, second leg uh, away in London. Um, we lose that in extra time. Two yep. uh, one on aggregate. We didn't lose it an extra time. We lost it the moment we took the pitch. <laughs> I mean, it's it was obvious from the opening whistle that we were going out there and we were going to defend our way into the, the what the round of the quarterfinals round. I don't know what round it was. It, it was round sixteen. Round, yeah. round of sixteen. So would we would have advanced to the quarterfinals? Yeah. Um, it was obvious that we were going to play the same game that we've been playing for the last two months and uh, defend our way and then hope for a goal, maybe two, um, to kind of just come off of, off a set piece, um, off of a counterattack that we don't really plan for. We just kind of hope what happens. Um, but we didn't have any kind of like fierceness in in the play that we had and you could tell that the guys from west ham wanted it more and it took them it took them 120 minutes to do it but they got the job done and um i don't want to i don't want to speak for who is necessarily the better team um because there's a lot of ways that you can you can judge that you can kind of rank different teams, especially when they're in different, uh, different countries and uh, different leagues. Um, but on the night they were better than us and they got the job done when it was needed and they're advancing. So hats off to them. Disappointing for us. Not surprising though. Um, we kind of put, we put a lot of emphasis on this competition in particular because we've been so successful in the past. And um, it hurts. It hurts more when, when we fail. Um, the last time we lost in this competition, in the knockout rounds, was, was that against Slavia Praha? Yeah. A, um, wild, a wild second leg, by the way. That was, <laughs> I, would, I would take that game over the, over the West Ham match any day of the week and twice on Sundays. <laughs> that was... At least that was exciting. Like it was yeah. just like that was just like what is what is going on? What is yeah. happening here? Like like it was it was two teams that both just wanted to win. Mm. And I didn't get that sense. I didn't get did not get that sense from the guys against West Ham because like they're just they didn't do anything. And it the yeah. moment it went to extra time, I'm just like, okay. If we can just eke out, we got what 30 more minutes. We just got to eke this out. I knew in my heart, I knew that we were not going to win by scoring a goal in play. I knew that if we were going to win, if we were going to advance at that point, it was going to be on penalty kicks. Hmm. Um, I did not trust us to get any kind of goals after that 90 minute whistle. There were chances in that game, though. Um, that second half, West Ham were gassed. We had control of the match. It was tight on aggregate. We just had to score one and, and steal it and go back home. It was right there. Um, Tecatito hasn't, um, for all the great things he does, uh, the, the goals aren't in him right now. Um, he's not really known for goals. He's more known for assists. But um, he had a few chances there where he could have... He, I guess just the one, but um, yeah. 
And that's there, disappointing. There were chances. That's disappointing. There. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's much easier for me to give him some leeway because we just talked about Enesiri and Papu Gomez and all of the players we bring in the January window. Mm-hmm. It takes him a little while to get up up to speed. And, um, I mean, he he seems like he's getting up to speed a lot faster than Martial. And the fact that we've got him long term gives yeah. me hope gives me hope it's like okay like you can see what's gonna happen here like yeah like you can you can kind of tell what's coming um putting all of our hopes and dreams on on one or two players that come in in january is not a sustainable way to watch football yeah and, and it's not to uh, it's not to to blame Tecatito for the result it's just that there was a chance i know he had one of them but it shouldn't have to come down to just that chance right yeah um it's more of a systemic thing. Um, so overall, Sevilla getting knocked out of the Europa League in around a 16, a competition they're known for winning. Um, Lopetegui has already won. So in, in my eyes, he has nothing to prove, but yeah. it was different circumstances last time. It was it was in the summer when the league was done. It was uh, it was one. It, there were one off matches. They weren't uh, two legged ties in the middle of the season. They were all neutral ground too, weren't they? All neutral, yeah, and in neutral territory. So, um, so if you're getting knocked out in a round of sixteen to West Ham, uh, yeah, once again, congrats to West Ham on that result. They deserved yeah. it on the night anyway. Oh, definitely. Um, so Lopetegui, I think with the way we were playing, it it looked like the result that was going to happen, but the fact that it happened, I guess. I guess for many it kind of hit hard because it's like okay yeah. now it's now it's serious because it's there's something tangible there we got knocked out of the competition yep. uh, so what's next right what what are we going to yeah. lose next are we going to lose second spot next which we did today um, we could still finish in second um, there's still time for that but um, it's is it Lopetegui losing his grip on the team um, long should we look at it. Differently, should we look at Lopetegui long term with Sevilla differently now because of the Europa League exit? No, I'm not going to get. I, I I can't really get into that any kind of that conversation. I mean, we've we had what the last time we talked, we were talking about how prog- like we're making progress. Like we had lost two games at that point mm-hmm. uh, all year. Still, only three games all year, which is insanely low number of games um for us to lose um historically mm-hmm. and year over year we, we are seeing better objective results um subjectively is the football as fun to watch as we'd like no um but he gets the job done and it's if we want to win the league I don't think we're going to do it with him, but who else would we be legitimately have a shot to be top four every year? Mm -hmm. Like it's, I mean, when, when is the last time we had a team that, I mean, this is let's knock on wood or whatever here. Um, if we finish top four this year, it'll be three years in a row that we finished in the top four. Which when we is haven't the, done. When's the last time that happened? That is consistency. That is consistency that is worth its 
weight in gold, almost literally, <laughs> because yeah. finishing the top four gets us into the Champions Champions League, even if we don't do a whole lot in the Champions League. And I know that a lot of people, myself and you, Eddie included, want to see us kind of take that next step and challenge in the Champions League. Um, if even if we don't do that, we still get a financial windfall from performing in the Champions League in the group stages. Um, and that is large. Uh, and the fact that we're getting that opens up a lot. It, it gave us the opportunity to bring in somebody that was expense, as expensive as Martial. Now we can, we can debate whether or not that was a good signing, mm-hmm. but the fact that we were even able to throw that kind of money around is yeah. because we are, do, we, we are, we have this consistency. Yeah. So yes, we could have been, it could have been targeted at someone else that would come in and, and play better or, or do this, that, and the other thing, get us better results and maybe not look like a pedestrian, like, like you mentioned. Um, but if we don't have a consistent presence in the top four and a persist, consistent presence in the champions league, like we won't be making any kind of those signings at all in, in January or even in, even in, uh, over the summer. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if I would trade that consistency for that. I don't even want to say a shot to win the title because I don't know who we would bring in that would elevate us over this consistency level. I mean, if we, I mean, bear with me here, just put your, put your hypothetical hats on. We stick with Lopetegui. We're in the top four, maybe we were the next three years. So that's what, like seven years, eight years that we are in the top four, like in, maybe we're not going to challenge for first in all of those years, but if we're in the top four, we've got a shot. Like it's on the off. Like look at what Atletico did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, like things just open up and they make a run and they go and they take it, but they would never be in that situation. Had they not had a consistent base to make money, bring the funds in and be able to perform from and also attract the talent. Because if we're like sixth, seventh, eighth place, even if we had the money, how are we going to have our prime players stick with us? How are we going to attract top tier talent? Um, we, we can put all the faith that we have in Munchie because he's done a lot of really good work um, over the years, but not every signing is going to be, Kunde. Not every signing is going to be a Diego Carlos. There've been a lot of signings that he's had that just haven't worked out. Right. But it just it it, it just we make so many of them that like it we forget about. I mean, what was it? The year before we won the Europa League that season, what we we signed what 12 or 13 new players yeah. that like it was an entirely different team that came yeah. through. Like not many of those are still with like it's a lot of them have been cycled through and, and are and are gone now. So we need to have consistency. We need to have consistency before all else. And I believe that Lopetegui can give us that consistency. So if something needs to change, I don't know what will change, but I would not want to jeopardize that kind of consistent play because it definitely feels like we're not just challenging for a top four spot every year. It feels like we are a top 14. I think that's the important part there. Um, it's, it's always difficult for football fans to look at it long-term because you're looking at the week to week and 
you're very uh, passionate about the team that you're watching and you want to see that progress. Um, it, it happened quickly in the, the first season in, in terms of how he got them to play his way. So you were expecting maybe we'd be in a different place this season, but um, I, I'm kind of looking at uh, Lopetegui's tenure as one long 90 minute match. So yeah. there's, there's moments in there where it's not going to go so well, but at, at a certain point you're going to have control and you're going to see some good football being played. Um, we haven't seen many of those examples, but um, it has happened. From But from what I got from the game today against Barcelona, he will put you, uh, I guess he's he's setting up a team to compete against the big teams. Um, because against Barcelona, they had to, they had to problem solve uh, a little bit more than they had to do against other teams. So yeah, making a solid, this, this is the kind of this is the kind of showing you're supposed to have as a big team that's trying to challenge for things. So he's doing some things right. Um, so, but it's it's not enough for 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 a lot of people. I myself, sure, it's not pleasing to the eye. I don't mind it too much. Um, but looking at it long term, like we're we're in the top four. Yeah. Um, and I don't. We're not Valencia. That's I mean, Valencia with them, uh, like a team like Valencia and, and other teams, but looking at Valencia, because I used to be the, the top four team before, right? Yeah. Um, in, in the 2000s, they were always uh, unhappy with, they were like impatient. Like they, yep. they were the kind of team that wanted, uh, they were the kind of fans that want the manager out and um, this manager is not good enough, get them out. I feel like we have to have more patience. Sure, it doesn't happen in football today where managers stay in a team for long, but I think we should be patient with this. Um, yeah. Uh, I know it's, I mean, uh, Shen kind of hurt me uh, a few weeks ago when he said this. He said, uh, what do you even have to look forward to next season? <laughs> and this whole season flashed before my eyes. And I'm like, wow, it's going to be a lot of boring football. Um, but on, on a more serious note, um, next season could be completely different in the same circumstances. Even we could probably even have like the same amount of injuries and mm-hmm. have a better go at the title. I mean, yeah, like we you- were even, we were close, right? Oh. Um, sure. The chances is, is gone now, but it's Not technically, we, but we couldn't really say this under other, other managers. Um, for this decade, I mean, San Paoli, his season ended in March, right? At least he got the fourth spot, but like it was, it was a little ropey there. God, but, he was fun to watch though, wasn't it? Um, I wouldn't mind him coming back though. I mean, he's doing good work in Marseille, but um, it's yeah, with, yeah. with Lopetegui, top four consistency is that's important, especially in La Liga, yeah. where the fourth place team does not keep that spot, where Villarreal has been relegated the season after, where and any just name you name it the team that has gotten fourth place does not keep it because oh. Champions League is too hard for them um balancing yeah league and European competition is too hard for them but we're still there we're still there we wanted yep. to sure we wanted the second place at least a top two finish this season seeing how Atletico and Barcelona played it didn't happen um these injuries oh. didn't help I don't think the injuries were that much of a factor in that but it definitely did not help it's, and at the yeah. time that it was accumulating. It was the season was already derailing. So um, overall, I don't think 
I don't think Lopetegui is that bad. Um, <laughs> I might eat my words at the at the end of the season. We'll see. But I, I'm in terms of like the preparation, um, he has us prepared to play like a big team. I think we need the right pieces in midfield. Um, it could go both ways. Even if we get those same players, we might still play like this. Even if we get better players, we might still play like this. But um, I'm fairly optimistic uh, with Flopetegi's tenure. Yeah. Um, and for I feel really short, good too. Uh, just to wrap this, my sorry, point yeah. here. Uh, sorry. Um, in, in the short term, it, it has to change like quickly um, because you could see it getting worse. Um, it's not as much of a gap that we had with fourth place, uh, with fifth place uh, as we did last season. Um, so he kind of has to do something in his yeah. next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, it, that is important. The, the gap between fourth and fifth last season, I mean, I think it was probably wrapped up between like now, right? Like it, like there wasn't <laughs> yeah. like, like middle of April, you you knew that fifth wasn't going to catch up. It was like um, us and the title. Yeah, right now. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, it's if we replace Lopetegui, fine. That's great. Um, that, that That's okay. Like I, I would not be sad to see him go. Um, but I'm very happy that we are in a situation where we don't need to see him go. If we, if we fire him or replace him, it will be because the front office and Munchie have a coach that they feel is going to be better. It's not going to be like the year before Lopetegui where we like fire four coaches and bring in Caparos to like hold things over for, for two months. <laughs> and like, it's, like we, we, we don't need to, in order to be successful, um, we can make changes to bring us to the next level, but it's, we don't have to, um, in order to maintain the consistency, which is good. So, uh, watch this space. Um, uh, the match is against Granada on Friday. It's a, it's, it's a Friday match. Um, so that'll be a, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern kickoff, um, 9 p.m. local time in Sevilla. Um, and yeah, the, all the teams, they play better towards the end of the season. They all have something to play for. I'm, I don't think Granada is in that much uh, danger, but towards the end of the season, um, teams play better. Um, well, Granada is only three points uh, out of the relegation zone, so they're going to need those points. They already um, beat us once, so. Right. Um, so every game is tough at this point. There's no easy games, so they they have to step up. There's there's no choice. And you're at home, so at least at least do something there. Away from home, we understand it hasn't been going your way, but it, it would could still be better. But get the job done at home. Um, so since we last recorded, there's a fair bit of stuff that has happened in in Sevillismo. So just to get people uh, caught up on that, um, you did mention Fernando out for the season. Um, he has decided to to go with surgery because there was um, he was thinking of continuing to play and you know get the surgery done in the summer, but he just decided you know um, as bad as things are already with with the team, right? In terms of injuries, he decided to get the surgery done, so he's out for the season. Um, it's on his ankle, right? Um, yeah, you can't fault him for that. Like it's it's his health. Like exactly, yeah. If like, you push through, you're gonna it's gonna get worse. Like I know I. Whenever I see a, a professional athlete decide to take surgery over 
battling through an injury. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, like of course they're gonna do that. Like it's right. like what are you gonna do? Try and get back into second place and then risk your furthering your injury right. to exactly. sideline your career. Yeah. No, but yeah, this is their career, right? Yeah. Um, like you said, um and also in, in that same position, Delaney getting injured in during international break. Yeah, um, there are fears that he might be up for the season, but the reports were saying he's he's going to be available for more matches than he's going to miss. But um, still left to be seen. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Gudeli did well, he did all right um, yeah. for for what we have left. Um, Gudeli did all right, so next man up in that regard. Um, elsewhere, uh, Bono um, extended with Sevilla until two thousand and twenty five. Um, uh, that's, that's great news because he's been a very solid goalkeeper. Um, it, it was a trouble position in, in the past, um, but uh, we we're happy with Bono. He's part of that, you know, as like to call was well, no longer a Holy Trinity if you include him. Right. So that that core, that quartet there with him, uh, Theo Carlos Kunde and Fernando, he's a solid part of that group and keeps us yeah. in matches. He is he has won us points, uh, literally. Um, so very very great news on that regard and and congrats to bono as well uh with his uh national team uh morocco it's gonna be i mean they did eliminate my dear uh dr congo from <laughs> from world cup contention um a very bitter pill to swallow but if it was gonna be another team then let it be uh, a team that has Sevilla players in it so shout out to morocco who is going to be playing uh uh, Canada in in uh, from in the, in the World Cup group uh, feels that good, was, doesn't it? Uh, a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I, I told you my heart lies with Congo, but I mean the home. Is, you got to support the yeah. home team, right? Um, Canada's first appearance at the World Cup since 1986, where they lost all three of their group matches. So you just win one match and you're already doing better. Just just beat Belgium. That's the only thing that matters. <laughs> I mean, okay. You know, Congolese history beat Belgium and we're all gravy. Um, but yes, there was, we did not speak on the uh, Real Sociedad match. Uh, it was nil nil. We'll leave it at that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So y'all uh, watched it. Yeah, y'all yeah, watched yeah, it. Yeah, y'all yeah, didn't watch it. Yeah. Suffered through it with us. Yeah. I mean, David Silva did look good in that 15 minute cameo. It's, I thought we were getting, you know, Valencia, uh, David Silva. So I was getting, you know, it's like that was, that was looking scary sometimes. It just, if it was, if he was just maybe two years younger, it would have been curtains for us in that game. Yep. Um, uh, so just to, just to wrap up the uh, results with Sevilla Atletico, um, they played uh, Real Madrid Castilla yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they lost two to one. Uh, previously, in the, the week before that, they drew with Baleares uh, 1-1. Um, in terms of the standings, uh, Sevilla Atletico, they're not, not in danger of relegation, not really in a position to, they're not in the promotion places. Um, sorry, uh, I didn't look at this for in a while, my mistake. They are in the relegation spots. Um, let me uh, correct that quickly. Um, they're in 17th. There's five relegation spots this time as, as opposed to the normal uh, regular four. So they're in that fourth, uh, fourth from bottom. So sure. They have a game in hand. There are three points out of safety, but still they're in, they're in the red zone. They're in the red. So yeah. results kind of have to change there. I have faith in, in, in that manager. 
um, and and in the uh, the players we have in the academy that they'll turn they'll turn yeah. things around. Um, Honestly, over, yeah, anything out of the relegation zone is going to be a win, especially based on how this season started for them. Yes, because it was yeah they were looking dead in the water. Yeah, um, no wins. I think just the one win and like everything else were just losses. Yep. Um, uh, over to the women, uh, unfortunately, succumbing to uh, to Levante uh, away in, in Valencia. So they lost 3-0 today, unfortunately. Um, but uh, they did uh, come up with a victory last week, uh, 4-1 at home to Eibar. So it's it's not too bad uh, with the women in terms of where they stand. They're in eighth spot, safe in eighth place, much better than last season. Um, so I think that's kind of where they're going to end up at, at best. Um, there's a pretty big gap between them and seventh, um, with at nine, with like a nine point gap there with about four games left. So, um, it's, it's a decent season with the women. So I'm not too disappointed there. Um, just four games left. So as long as they finish the season there, it'll be great. Um, I mentioned the world cup draw earlier. Um, congrats to your United States as well. I'm not going to forget to mention you guys. Um, <laughs> kind, of, kind of backed into our qualification there with a two nothing loss, but hey, we'll take it. <laughs> and you guys kind of preemptively celebrated there. Um, well, what, what was that about? You guys had the whole uh, banner and thing. I yeah, it's just the whole qualified thing. I I don't know. Um, I I didn't. I, I shut the game off that that middle game of the of the window off. Um, right after the game ended, so I didn't see the banner. Uh, but no, it's just come on, like basic math. Get count, guys. Like, and it, it wasn't even like a supporters group. It was like the team itself. So it just it just looks bad. It's yeah. I don't. We made it in though. So got a a hell of a hell of a a group that we're in against uh, England and and Iran, us, and then the winner of the European playoff of Wales, Scotland, or Ukraine. So, um, to be an interesting group. Yeah, this, I, I don't think it'd be difficult to make, uh, come up with the headlines of, with that group, right? No, um, it doesn't matter who wins that playoff. There's going to be political headlines everywhere. So, yes. Um, how do you feel about that? U.S., you, um, England, Iran. Um, I, I haven't had time to think of it. Um, um, I was so just hoping and so focused on just qualifying. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think uh, obviously England's going to be the, the top of that um, top of that group. And if we, if we beat them, great. If not the other two games, um, I think is where we can make up a lot of ground. Um, but we also have never lost to England in world cup before. So We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But there's a lot of uh, a lot of time to think about that. And it'll be interesting to see what it's like to play a World Cup in November. And I, had, I would have more faith in the U.S. if it was the 2000s. I was more of a fan of that team. Yeah. But at the same time, football is evolving. Um, yep. I don't think there's any there's not really many bad teams out there anymore. So the, no. the gap is is closing. Um, and honestly, the U.S. team is a lot like the Sevilla team in terms of injuries. Um, We still have not had our starting 11 on the field at the same time for a meaningful match. 
since before we failed to qualify for the last World Cup for uh, five years ago. Um, so if people can stay healthy, if we can get everything going, uh, I think we could make some waves. Um, but we lose a key piece. Again, who knows? It's our Major League Soccer players will be just wrapping up their season at that point um, or have just wrapped up their season at that point. And then all of our European base players will be in the middle of their season. So there's, there's so many opportunities for injury that come up there. So we'll see. Hey, at least you guys write it uh, that wrong um, from not qualifying the last time on, on like some uh, uh, certain Euro winning team, but um yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, interesting year, uh, Winter World Cup in Qatar. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a long way away. Um, so I'm I'm sure it'll be great either way. Um, we'll leave it at that. Um, sorry to leave you guys hanging. Uh, we haven't been there uh, lately. We we shouldn't miss that many uh, more shows from here on in and uh, towards the end of the season. Uh, just you know, life happens, and and sometimes we like the, the schedules don't work out. Um, but yeah, we should be we should be good for next week uh, to cover this Granada match. Um, anything else you wanted to add? Um, no, just shout out to Chris. Hope he gets some rest. He had a really busy day apparently today, and hmm. just talk with him next week. Yeah, he'll be back. Um, he didn't. I mean, he, he didn't really miss much, Chris. Um, so it's, it's a lot it's, it's of good fun. conversation about some of our January signings and we'll be having these conversations yeah. again. Best oh, belief. Yeah, Best belief. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm just going to talk my ish real quick. Anthony Marcial, please. I'm not asking for much, but I am sure you're trying to make that French national team squad. You're not going to make it playing like this. I don't even think you're going to make it. Uh, you would make it for the Guadeloupe team playing like this. But please, man, just please improve the play. Um, at the same time, you are human. All right. Um, I'm not going to expect perfection. Um, and that goes for all players, whether it's Ocampos, whether it's Rakitic or, or Rekic uh, or whoever it is. I'm not going to make you guys escape. Name the entire squad. Name the entire squad, man. <laughs> Jordan played great, though. I was happy to see that's like only something yep. good in midfield, right? Um, yep. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough today. Um, it wasn't that bad as as some would have thought against Barcelona, but we did not get the W. We did not get the habitual draw. But um, I, I'm fairly confident we'll do better against Granada. Um, we'll we'll see you then uh, to cover that match. Until then, guys, vamos mi Sevilla, vamos campeón. <laughs> <laughs>